everyone, and welcome to Plan K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week, we're doing the final four episodes of You're Beautiful. Ah! Ah! Oh, I have so much to say. Also, I just got real tired again. <laughs> just a wave. I finished my coffee, and I feel like I was, like, getting back up there. And I'm sure as we talk more, I'll be fine. But I just, like, hit that wall of, like, <laughs> your coffee's done now. It's all on you. <laughs> Emily didn't sleep last night. I didn't sleep. There was a fire somewhere in Aramo, and uh, the town alert system is programmed to just go, like, boop for, like, five solid minutes. <sighs> it's terrifying. And uh wakes you up, gets your adrenaline pumping. Grab that emergency backpack and wait by the door. <laughs> go, 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 ready. go. I was ready, and uh, now I'm so tired. Also, I have to finish my emergency backpack sometime. <laughs> you, Good reminder. You had half of an emergency backpack packed. I feel like I have most of the essentials. I don't have was a uh, first aid kit. Not great, obviously, not a good thing to be missing. And I don't have copies of our documents, like our copies of your passport, copies of your birth certificate, which are nice if uh, you don't die in the emergency. <laughs> it's kind of like two ends of the spectrum of like, if you get in trouble, you're going to want that first aid kit. But also, if you're just displaced, you're probably going to want your documents. So. Handle both of those. If you All don't, I've got is, like, everything else. If you don't have either of those things, what goes in, a, in an emergency backpack? Oh, uh, <laughs> quite the list. I'm quite <laughs> proud of it. We spent, like, $200 last month finally getting our emergency backpack pretty much up to par. And we actually have two backpacks, unfortunately, because we couldn't fit all our clothes. But we have, like, cool, like... Sweatsuits. I really like them. They're like <laughs> kind of prison style where they're just gray, but they seem so warm. Uh, so, like, not cute, but exciting. If we ever have to wear clothes for like a week straight, that's what I want to wear. <laughs> prison style sweatsuit. Um, matching ones, of course. <laughs> that will be. So cute if, if you ever have to utilize those. We ever have to utilize them. When you move and back the- to the States, you need to wear those on your way home. <laughs> like, we survived Japan. <laughs> now we get to wear our emergency sweats. That's my prize. Oh, they're so soft. Um, and, like, underwear and socks and maybe hats. I don't think we got hats. Idiots. <laughs> the other clothing stuff, though. Um, food. About hopefully a week's worth if we uh, really ration it. Uh, probably not quite enough food, but I feel like it's just so hard with food because you also like, there's just so much stuff that goes into a backpack. Like, can I really fill it with cans? 
Um, we got matches and plates and cups and bowls and utensils and um, stuff for eating. Flashlights. Couple flashlights. <laughs> Gosh. I said last month, but now I'm like, it's gone. It's out of my memory. <laughs> it's left your brain. It's left your sleep depriven, depriven, deprived. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gotta just edit that part out. Kale's sleep depriven. Yikes. I wish I was sleep depriven so that I could fucking justify how dumb I am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, I don't know. Stuff like that. I googled it. I googled what goes in an emergency backpack. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I didn't get all like 75 items that some people list. But I told Jason, we can survive. It won't be super comfortable. But I think we can survive. Yeah, at least until your dad helicopters in to get you. Cause I he do would not- vote in? Yeah, I do not feel like Owen would let that go for too long. I think you would be like, no, we've got to go get her. (laughs) There'd be so many American families coming (laughs) to get their jets. They'd be like, oh, my kid is there teaching. (laughs) And all all the nice Japanese people would be like, let's stay orderly and calm and, like, take care of the emergency. And all the Americans would be like, put me on the boat. I'm going. My child is there. <laughs> Japan is so good at handling uh, emergency situations and like recovering from disaster. And I feel like America just has a meltdown. No one knows what to do. No one wants to help each other. Very. I mean, some people, like some really good people, go out and they're like, "Okay, let's go and see what we can do for our fellow Americans." But it's nowhere near the organization level. Yeah. And so we all think, natural disaster, we must go, we must save. Mm-hmm. No one else is going to do it. No, no one else, else is going to do it. No one's going to take care of them. Hopefully my family knows. We'll be taken care of. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, and we have emergency backpacks. One of them, I'm so proud. I brought it from America because it was my dad's and he was going to throw it away. Aww. It is bright orange and has <laughs> wheels on it, so I can just drag it around. <laughs> you can just, That's the one I filled with cans. <laughs> can just cart it through the woods with you. That is my super proud. Like <laughs> I've got an emergency backpack that I don't have to carry voice. I'm stoked about it. It's a good idea. But also, we're lacking a lot of essential supplies, so hopefully there's never an emergency. Hopefully. Fingers Hopefully. crossed. It'll be fine. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Once they found out it was a fire last night, Jason was like, do you think it's our house? And I was like, there's a chance. We don't have smoke alarms in our house. But <laughs> yeah. So the, it always could be. We were really baking on it not being because Jason did not get out of bed at all. <laughs> So <sighs> me when my carbon monoxide alarm goes off and I'm like, I yeah. could die. It's fine. <laughs> uh, 
When was that? A few nights ago? It was the night I got back from, I almost said America, Utah. <laughs> I'm still in America. <laughs> uh, first night back and your carbon monoxide alarm welcomed you home. I know, what a sweetheart. Adorable. <laughs> it's a good way to go, though. Yeah, just in my sleep. Then I get to sleep forever. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> Fire would have been awful. Yeah. Okay, so final episodes so, of Your Beautiful. <laughs> if this shows how little content we have planned, because we hate talking about the final four episodes. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because you just want to talk about the final episode. Yeah. And I feel like we always uh, just jump around a lot because we keep our brain keeps dragging us back to that final episode even if we try and start on episode 13 yeah because we know how it all ends it's resolved it's resolved guys what's going on but let's pretend like we don't know what's resolved and we talk really quick about remember how last week i was really worked up about him giving her permission to like him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i still think that's pretty much the stupidest thing you could say to someone but also like someone that you obviously adore because then she immediately in episode 13 hops into onto this weird like yeah I just like you as a fan because I guess that's easier for her to process I don't get that and it ruined so much for me yeah uh so I stayed mad uh but it was fine (laughs) because that episode I'm just going really fast through this stop me because you probably have stuff to say as well I'm so sorry I'll jump in yeah uh I want to just get to the part in that episode where Shin Wu starts talking about his and uh, Minu's love story. Oh, cute and sad. Mm-hmm. Heartbreakingly adorable, Shin Wu. Yep, I was pretty bummed out the whole time. I was just like, if this is how it went, I would still have watched it, and I would not have been sad. It's also, like, doubly sad, as always, with their relationship, because Minyu has no idea what's going on. Yeah, she's really super, super naive. Just, like, frustratingly dumb. About Obtuse to all of this. Yeah. So she's just, like, having a good time. She's like, oh, what happens next? Tell me more. Let me just uh, make this as painful as possible for you. <laughs> Talking about how you're in love with me. Cute! Ugh, I hate it. Um, but TK and Minyu get a lot closer this episode. Mm-hmm. He sings They to sing her. a little Sinatra scene. It's so yeah. weird and adorable. It is weird. It's weird, but I... It, they, like, kind of lip-sync it? Yeah, because it was quiet. They had to, like, turn down the audio for the song, because I guess his vocal cords are just so strong. That we could not have handled the full <laughs> force. The full, full decibel pressure. force. I don't know why that choice was made, but it made the sound quality very weird on that scene. And then there was... They did a good job of not really having flashbacks a lot in this show. Mm-hmm. But they did have a flashback sequence. I think it was in the very last episode. And they showed this scene again where they like finished the song and... He's like, thank you for liking me. And then he kisses her hand. And I was like, I don't think I saw this. I don't think that happened the first time. I don't think that happened. And it was way, 
way cuter with the way little cuter than what was going on in this episode. Yeah. I I have appreciated the lack of flashbacks, and I also think that, um, because we don't need them. Can we just say that right now? K-dramas, usually, not always, but usually we're binge-watching them, and if we're not binge-watching them, we don't really necessarily still need them, because most of us have a decent memory. If you, And if you're gonna flash something back, can it be, like, five seconds, five to ten seconds of, like, one moment instead of, like, the whole scene that surrounds the moment you're trying to flash back to? Anyway. That's fair. That little no, aside. I get that. Um, damn, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, it, yeah, the flashbacks. Like, they always showed a little extra that wasn't there. And I'm like, okay, I guess you're adding relevance to your flashbacks, but that's pretty weird. It's, yeah, it's it's a cool approach if you, I feel like it's a cool approach if you do flashbacks a lot, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't know, it's, it's weird because you're not showing what was in the show, but yeah. it was clearly a moment that we experienced, so I guess it can count as a flashback. I kind of like the idea of it artistically because memory can be somewhat unreliable and it's almost like a I don't know I'm remembering something differently from how it happened but it doesn't like they weren't completely changing the context I mean Mm. it did add quite a bit that he kissed her hand I will say that yeah but I see what you're saying and to be fair I don't I'm curious if uh, fans of Korean drama shows Korean dramas in Korea still watch them like once or twice a week and appreciate flashbacks. Yeah, probably. I but, don't know. But you, I don't know. It's a lot of flashbacks. It's a lot in some of these new shows. Give them some credit. Give them some space. Um. Okay, and then there's a storyline where Moharan is like she explains that statement that she murdered their mom. She didn't. <laughs> uh, she barely had anything to do with that. Um, but she still wants to give Minyu and Minam half of her wealth. And the aunt's like, sure, let's take it. I know. It kind of sucks, too, because the aunt was getting better, I thought. I don't know. It felt like it. It was nice that she moved out. Yeah, she moved out, and then she kind of stood up for the kiddos, the twins, when she heard how the mom died, and she was like, are you a maniac? They're not going to want to hear any of this. Yeah. The news you're trying to deliver is heartbreaking. Don't tell them. Ugh. But as soon as money came in to play, the aunt was like, oh, I'll sell them out. Uh Uh-huh. She's brutal, but she's consistent, I guess. That's a pretty good, like, that's a pretty good, uh, why can't I think of the word? I don't know. All of the characters are. All of the characters are brutal, but consistent. Oh my god, they're too consistent. We'll talk about that in the finale, but Mm -hmm. I think the characters in this show are too consistent. I don't like it. They never change. They're kind of static. Yeah. Um, this is the episode where I 
almost cried. This is the only episode in this show where I was like truly, truly sad. And it was where Heiyi pulls the gifts out of Shinra's trunk. I know. Oh, my God. She went so far. She hey, went so far. Is a, hey, you went, like, full savage. Even just thinking of Shinu's face right now, I'm getting a little teary-eyed. Because that was some of the best, I think, acting from him. And some of the most, like, connection to him that I've felt. Yeah. Heiyu was, that was heartbreaking. burning that house down, and by the time she was done, Shinwu wished she had burnt the house down. And they had all died in the fiery crash. Ah, uh, that was awful. Yeah. Shinwu was so sad. I wanted to hold... I was... Come on, Jeremy. Go give him a hug. Jeremy did. Go give him a Jeremy's hug. Jeremy's a good little brother. But also, he didn't want Jeremy's hug. No, he just wanted, wanted the love of a woman. Yeah, Minu to come and sit with him. But she doesn't like you. No. It's rough, too, because she's still real convinced at that point that it's some other girl. And so she says pretty much all the wrong things. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Shinwoo pretty constantly is like, you've broken my heart over a hundred times. I'm pretty used to it. And I'm like, yeah, we counted. Yeah, we were there for every single one, and it was almost as painful for us as it was for you, Shinwoo. Sorry, buddy. I really... I like how things wrapped up for him, ultimately, which we can get into later, but at the same time, I do wish they would have given him... A break at some point. By the end, every time he'd never quit on her, it made a lot of sense. And it we'll get into it, like I said. But at the time, it was just kind of like, just let him... Let him let her go. Yeah, because it's at the end of episode 13. That was a really interesting finale where they're supposed to go to Pusan together to see his family... And she's gonna Minyu as Minam. Is she going as Minam? I think she's going as, as Minyu, as his girlfriend. Yeah, she's gonna go meet the family as Minyu. And they're gonna, like, explain the whole girlfriend thing. And he's like, what if we make it real? What if we actually date? And I felt like that was gonna be their finale for their relationship and it's weird to me that it wasn't yeah yeah i kind of the weirdest part is you you know how that's going to wrap up you know that they're not going to date they're not going to to make their relationship a real thing at the same time Somehow they built some suspense for me there, so congratulations to them, because there was a minute where I had high hopes that she would just get on that plane with him. Uh, I would. It would have been so sad, though. Yeah. So much, like, it feels like TK is rejecting me right now, right in this moment, so I'm going to get on the plane and go with someone who's not rejecting me, no yeah. matter who it is. Yeah, that would have been pretty pathetic. It also... I don't know. 
I guess it just wouldn't have felt quite right for Minyu, just because she has never intentionally led anyone on in the whole show. And she's That's always true. been really, really true to who she is and what she feels, even if it's inconvenient or problematic. She's never really flip-flopped from what she she feels. So she she's never had feelings for Shinwu. It was good. It made sense that she didn't get on the plane. We all knew yeah. she wouldn't. I just... It's not even that I hate the relationship between TK and Minu. I just love Shinwu so much. He deserves someone as good as Minu, because she is a human angel, even if she's a little obtuse. Yeah. She's a dome dome, but she's a wonderful, sweet dome dome. But that... Uh, that scene was very cute and romantic, and, um, so Shinwe kind of is like, let's do this, let's do this for real, and she's, she's walking around the airport, and TK finds her, and hugs her, and says, I like you. Oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. They finally have a sweet moment, and I... They play the song. They do the whole thing. I'm in love. And then they show Shinwu on the plane at the beginning of 14. And it's so awful. It's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up that we had to go through that. We just have to see him sitting alone being like, I tried my best. (laughs) I'm like, no, buddy. (laughs) Can't we just imagine this part? Can't we just... Do we have to be shown our favorite person in shambles. Speaking constantly. of people left in shambles by Minu, uh, she wrecked everyone by the end of this show. Yeah, you could say anyone right now. <laughs> uh, but no, in episode 14, um, before I get into actually Jeremy's really sad part, uh, why was everyone so fucking confused about TK showing up at the airport? Everyone I don't know. read so much more into that than they've read into any other situation that he showed up in. Yeah, that was really weird. That was another one of those, like, uh, reporter finding out about that Minam is a girl, and you're like, no, he has a twin. Like, I'm pretty sure that's your cover story. They were born together. And they're just like, it's so weird that TK is at the airport. And TK is immediately like, not really, because I'll just tell everyone that I was saying goodbye. But they're just constantly talking about it. Yeah, they're super obsessed with every person, every single person. And apparently there's fan fiction coming out about it. it. And also Jeremy reads fan fiction about himself. And there has never been anything more perfect than that. I love him. I love everything about him. Oh, he's so gay. I love it. I do too. He was so happy to read. He even says like, that's a pretty good story. And I'm like, you're so good. You're so good. I'm so glad that you had that bisexual awakening. Did he? He suppressed it right back into that closet, but he did. But I'll go. Okay, let's let's hop into what happens with him because I have hope for him, 
And okay, okay. and a way they kind of recovered that really crappy closet shove that they gave him, where they were like, welcome out, just kidding, get back in the closet. Get back in there, get back in there. Um, no, I, uh, he finds out about the airport picture and reads a lot into it, like every person in Korea, in this fictional Korea, and he freaks out and goes and finds me nom and finds out that she is starting a relationship with TK and is heartbroken and goes and gets on his bus and that was rough the bus of tears the magic Except school that bus me nam like chased the bus for two blocks yeah, and i was like guys this is the second time in this show that they've had someone run as fast as a vehicle on the you road think, like 10 miles an hour is, like, the slowest you can go in a car. Like, you feel like you're not even driving when you're driving 10 miles an hour. But you cannot run for 10 miles... You cannot run at 10 miles an hour. No, not for that long, especially, like... And she's going, like, 25. Because she's catching up with the bus. <laughs> she's outrunning that bus. bus. She's, like, slamming on the windows. Why do you have to ruin how sad and serious this moment is by having her outrun a bus? That was unnecessary. You could have had her just get on the bus. It it did so, not add value or drama that she was chasing a bus down the street. I was already properly sad for Jeremy's heartbreak. So it just kind of felt like a comic relief because it's so weird. Right? And you're like, I don't want comedy at this moment. Thank you. Jeremy's sad, so I'm sad. Look at him. He's an angel. Oh, uh, yeah. That Once they get on the bus and the serious sets in, God, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I didn't quite know how to handle his beautiful, sad, crying, joyful song. So I have been listening to um, F.T. Island all week. He's the lead singer for F.T. Island. Oh. I it's, didn't know that. They have really good music. I'll just do a little plug right now. I've been enjoying <laughs> listening to their hits immensely, and Jeremy has a very beautiful voice. I just really wanted to hear it not completely clogged up by congestion and tears. So Yeah. Because he does a good job of singing beautifully, but also it's clearly... He he does a great job of acting like he's crying, like, for real, with all the messy stuff that comes with crying. That poor sweet baby. He's having a mm. hard time. But when she first... I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I was really uh, put put off, concerned, more just concerned when they get off the bus, and he's like... This is my magic bus. And now it's time to repress those feelings right back down. Yeah. Maybe not the healthiest way to handle things. Not at all, my boy. <laughs> uh, people are not upset with you for feeling sad when you're the happy-go-lucky guy. It's okay to feel your feelings, buddy. Sweet, sweet angel. Sweet angel. You are allowed to feel all the range of emotions. You don't have to be playful Jeremy all the time. 
Yeah, I'm really sad for him and what he perceives is his only place in the band and the world as the happy-go-lucky guy, because he deserved to feel sad. I I think they handled him actually feeling sad really well in that we all make light of his feelings because he's so stressed out about having them in the first place. And it's yeah. all fun and games until he gets his heart broken. And I was glad to see him heartbroken in that sense, in the sense that, okay, it's time to stop making light of Jeremy's feelings. They were real, too. Yeah. But it also, yeah, kind of sucks that he felt that he needed to jump off that bus and be playful Jeremy again. Uh, Poor babe. Poor babe. Um, There is one part when she first finds him, though, where he said, I was fine when you said you were a guy. And I was fine when you became a girl again. But I can't be okay if you're dating Taekyung. And that was the one part that gave me hope a little bit. It was really sad. But also, Mm -hmm. the fact that he was willing to admit, you know what? I was fine loving you when you were a guy. It was hard, but that was fine. And I was fine when you became a girl. I'm glad that he didn't at least it wasn't translated as, and I was thrilled when you became a girl. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. That's interesting. I didn't really notice that part, I guess. I read a like, lot I, into it. I remember it. it, but yeah. I read a lot into it. I really want it to be something that will help me feel better about them shoving him back into the closet. I think it'll help. I like to pretend it'll help because I still have no hope in K-dramas being um, allies. Maybe someday in the very distant future. Yeah. And until then, we can be the allies that call the K-dramas out for not being allies. (laughs) That's our sacred duty. What else? This is the episode. They go to the movies. They go to the movies, and oh, they—it's like a makeup movie theater. Yeah, what? I'm into it, but like, <laughs> whoa, bold choice, guys. Right, especially Take Young, who got her out of bed. Take me to the movies. Take me to this movie, though. I need a seeing eye person to take me to the movies. Sit me down. Take a nap on me. It's like nobody, you're going to be weird about them being at the airport together. Nobody's going to be weird about me and I'm going to take you on going to the makeout theater together. Right? How did no one read anything into that or going to the rooftop alone? And all I'm saying is I feel like it's probably really hard as a K-pop star to find any privacy at all. These guys go out in public, stand on rooftops, and make out. And no one yeah. bats an eyelash. No I... one cell phone pictures them. Yeah. Only no. when it's convenient for moving the plot along. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. I'm glad that we have moments. Uh, I did not enjoy that kiss scene, though, because I think mm-hmm. it's weird that he's like, this is going to hurt, and then he like pulls his hand up to like flicker in the face. Uh, or or puncher, I don't know. And she flinches pretty bad, like he's an abuser. 
And then he kisses her. And I'm like, yikes. That was the last kiss we get, too. Did they kiss in the finale? No, they hug, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. That was the only kiss we ever got with them as a couple. And it's it's premised by him, like, (laughs) going to beat her. Yeah. Fake punching her like a creepy older brother. Weird choice, guys. Yeah. Eek. And uh, there's the romance. There's the romance. It's done, it's over. Um, and then back to his mom, because any scene that's cute has to be followed by a scene with his mom crying and being weird. Yikes. This is the episode where she decides she's going to break them up. And I'm like, I get it. I think that's a that's a plot line that I can follow. I don't agree with it, but uh, I think that makes a good villain. Is one that I don't agree with. Right. She's been the only villain that has been consistently villainy. I don't know. Hey, Yi is pretty villainy, but the only time she ever actually got away with anything and really bummed me out was when she directly attacked Shin Wu. Every other time, TK usually pretty immediately called her out. Yeah, he's pretty good at turning it back on her and being like, you ain't nothing. So, uh, yeah, she only got one good punch in. Yeah. But this, uh, this mom, though, yeah. she's pretty good. Bad mom has figured out that, uh, Minu is a girl, or Minam is Minu. Yeah. And, uh, that TK likes her. Ooh. Ooh. And her son can't like that girl. This is the 50s. (laughs) We decide who our children will fall in love with. Also, her reasoning of her being so much like her mom, Minu being so much like her mom... And that being the reason she couldn't stand to see her son with that girl is buck wild. Because a, a couple hours ago, you were going to be her mom. Yeah. You're like, this is my daughter now. Um, unless TK likes her, then uh, then she's her mom's daughter. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. She's got a drinking problem. I can't follow along. Um, then Shinwu tells me not, he's going to keep liking, tells Minya, he's going to keep liking her for his own sake. Even though and she doesn't like him, and he's glad it makes her uncomfortable? A little bit. <laughs> he's glad it makes us all uncomfortable, Shinwu? Because <laughs> it does. Congratulations, yeah. you've made a lot of women uncomfortable, Shinwu. But, like, also, you could have any woman you want. Like, go go date a little. Yeah. Go mm. on. Explore your options. What, what else is happening? Uh, so, the big reveal of, um, of Bad Mom, Mo Ha-Ron. Mm-hmm. And she just decides she's going ham. She's gonna wreck everybody's life. She's drunk and she don't care. I mean, I guess, okay. So she 
knows that she's about to be confronted and invites TK over to to the big reveal, the big opening show. And Young is the worst. I decided he is true to character in all things, and I hate him. And I wish he would have just quit while he was ahead, because I felt like he was changing, turning over a new leaf, learning how to be it's a good listener. It's so hard not to blame Minyu a little bit, because uh, she's obviously a victim in this scene, but she's got choices that I'm like... You know how dumb TK is. I feel like you could do something here. Like, it's so weird. There's a point when Mohoran, like, kind of grabs her by the shoulders, grabs Minyu, and is like, this is my daughter now. Aren't you jealous? And Minyu just kind of stands there and is like, wait, this is heartbreaking for me. This is going to hurt Young so much. And she just kind of stares at him. Like, I'm like, girl. Knock that woman's dirty hands off your shoulders. Yeah, shake it off. Like, <laughs> I don't want you as my mom. It's uh, yeah. it's so weird. I had forgotten so about weird. that because I was. It was weird that she did not shake that off or respond at all in any way. Yeah, but we'll just say it's her kindness letting Young feel his feelings, even though his feelings were betrayal, and she was probably could have cleared that up a little bit yeah they wait until they get back to the agency to have their big bad fight though so that shinwu can watch also true to character never learns stands up on the roof and watches for the umpteenth time thank you shinwu so weird oh there's just it just ends on that scene with the three of them like my god yeah. Stop. Yeah. There's so many scenes like this. I get so mad about... I watched it twice so that I could... Oh, really? Yeah, I watched everything, most scenes twice. Oh. Anyway, I uh, I watched it twice, and every time she just says, please listen to me, and he decides to just... Uh, TK decides to just shut her down, I get so angry. Because really... Like you said, there were a couple of things she could have done to fix what was happening. But overall, she still got the worst end of that deal. Because TK knew his mom was a slimy bitch. And still, he was like, she brought, kind of, I don't know, I don't know what he was thinking, but it seemed like he was like, oh, now he... She tainted Minyu, and Minyu is a slimy butthole now, too. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You just immediately think that after, like, one half conversation? Yeah. It what? was a lot. It was really yeah. frustrating, but it's... I don't know, it was like going back to the TK of old. Yeah. It was true to form. Uh, yeah, I'll keep saying it. I don't like how static these characters were. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like we've got a half storyline with the reporter chasing everybody around, but like it's not even worth mentioning because he's the worst villain of them all. Right. As far as like, he's the lowest rank. He's 
half a villain. Yeah. It pretty much comes to nothing anyway. Really, the only thing that his storyline does is accelerate the need for the real Minam to come back, I think. Really, his but only- even that, not really, because like, right. Minam needed to come back as quickly as possible. Right. He wasn't just going to keep dumb. chilling. Yeah. He's not relaxing. He's in a hospital. It, yeah. So it's, it's weird to watch him like run around and try and pull strings. I feel like he kind of adds to Hayes crazy sometimes. But even then, Hayi learned to deal with him by the end pretty well. Just plays dead. In the very first of episode 15, she just does not handle the situation at all. Sometimes the best thing to do is nothing. I love that he just sees right through it, because (laughs) I'm still a sucker, I guess. I know that Hayi's a liar all the time, but I was like, oh, she seems overwhelmed by this. And he's like, no, you wait. No, you wait. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay. She's, she's awake. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, what is it, 15? They go to Okinawa. Welcome to Japan. Welcome to... I pretend I was here 10 years ago when they filmed <laughs> this. Welcome. Welcome. I'm 10 years old. Welcome <laughs> to my home country. Um, I love this because Shinwu kind of planned it. He saw the sadness and went to Manager Ma and was like, wasn't there like a signing that we could go to in another country that we could take Minam and take Young doesn't have to come? He's still taking such good care of her. That's such a nice thing to do. He's just stepping in whenever she needs it, even if it's a little bit creepy that he learns all of his inside information from literally eavesdropping on all conversations. Yeah. Don't do that, but, uh... They go to Okinawa. Yeah! And that's cool. That's a classic episode 15 move. Just like, we don't have content anymore. We're going on a trip. Let's take a trip. <laughs> and the stylist and manager Ma to talk about setting up menu with all the different guys, which I thought was a really cute fluff scene. Yeah, some some fan service scenes. It was like last episode where they did the fan fiction. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys just have some time to fill. And I'm into it. It's cute. <laughs> Thanks for that little that little break from the drama. Yeah. Um, uh, they have a little beach day, and we find out that Minu is a sociopath who does not take her shoes off at the beach before she tries to get in the water. <laughs> That's fair. I barely, I forgot about that. I don't think I really noticed it. But yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Okay. I mean, she's never been to the beach before. How does she know? <laughs> yeah. No one ever taught her that it's creepy to go to the beach and then try and play in the water with your big, clunky-ass 2009 fucking, like... Probably $2,000 shoes. Yeah, clown shoes. Yeah, $2,000 clown shoes. Go for it. Get in that water. There's a lot of Lee Soo Jin's storyline, who is... 
Minyu and Minam's mom. And I think this was fascinating. Yes. There's like so much back and forth talking. So many stories. The backstories we needed. Mm-hmm. I uh I really liked um the picture of her mom. Is it so lame that like I loved her mom so much based on one picture? <laughs> it's like I get it, Minam's dad. <laughs> I get it, I understand. She's so cute. She is adorable. Um, I feel like the only part that was weird about this whole storyline is there's a part where Taekyung is talking to a singer who Minam's dad worked for, and he's like the one that says maybe Minam's dad wasn't in love with Mohoran, but he's also like, Mohoran had a lot of guys. And I was like, that never came out of any other storyline. Like, all of this starts to tie together and you start to see it, except Mohoran having a lot of guys. It's pretty clear that she's, like, obsessed with Homeboy. Yeah. So it's weird that they just wrote that line. Right. And he's like, she didn't need him. She had plenty of guys. Like, what a hoe. And it's like, hey... Don't take cheap Cute. shots. She can sleep with whoever she wants to. That doesn't yeah. cheapen her feelings. It, uh, it was just so weird. What a douche. Yeah. Screw that guy. He was an Screw unreliable source of information. Someone else ended up being like, no, no. She, uh... She loved one person. Yeah. But that person didn't love her. Yeah, and she loved him obsessively. And it's weird, part of part of this storyline is that she, they keep saying she stole the song. With that, money. Yeah, with money. I'm like, you can't steal with money, that's buying. That, she emotionally stole the song. That's called purchasing. <laughs> Someone had to sell it for you to steal it with money. Right. Like, what? What is that? even mean. Guys, calm down. The only thing I can think is that she just offered so much that someone couldn't refuse. But still. That's not how stealing works. No. You don't offer more money to steal better. I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. I'm mad because obviously Moharan has very few redeeming qualities. So stop taking this one thing away from her. Right, you don't need to... She's a thief. Take cheap shots. She's obsessed with a person, and she bought the song that he wrote for his cute, cute wife, girlfriend. Baby Um, mama. She didn't steal it, y'all. Yeah, stole it emotionally does not count. Mm -mm. Um... Finally, we get to the scene with Shinwu. It's all resolved here. Yes. Finally, finally, he lets everything out. He lets it all. He lets fifteen episodes worth of feelings go into the audible world. He spells <laughs> it out so that even Minyu can understand. I love it, and I hate it. I think it's so weird that like. TK shows up and he's creeping in the background like Shinwoo has always done. But Shinwoo sees him and gives him like this weird look. Like, (laughs) 
This is my chance. This is my girl. Don't come in. We're Don't busy. Don't come in here. We're busy. And then he hugs her. And I was like, now, for me, that took away so much from their moment. Yeah. Yeah, it was To kind make of, it like a fight. Right. Like a weird, uh, let me out-masculine you. Yeah. I'm going to do the stare down. Are you jelly, bro? You jelly, bro? I'm <laughs> hugging you, girl. <laughs> Like, no, she's rejected you 90 times. Yeah, you've said so yourself. You said so yourself. And then she rejects him again. Again. For the last time, respectively. Yeah. Um, And then he kind of cries, but he's probably the uh, least best crier on the show. He is the least best crier on the show. His crying is not good usually. K-drama stars cry like actual angels come from heaven to break your heart with their tears. <laughs> I don't even know if he shed tears, but no. if he did, they were eye drops for sure. Yeah, he got a little lip tremble in there. But hes I feel like he's so good at tampering down those emotions that he just like stares off into the distance and kind of cries. It's like, bro, get into it. Feel this it. was all about TK, wasn't it? You already you already had your heart broken and dealt with that in Pisan. <laughs> yeah, now it's just weird. It's just a weird fight. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak for Shinwu, and I shouldn't, because I'm sure he's also sad. But remember when Jeremy cried on the bus? He cried hard. That boy he had snot hard. on his shirt. So, give me a little something, Shinwu. Uh, and then the stylist and manager Ma throw Taekyung and Minyu in a room together because their ignorance is finally useful. Yeah, at long last. At long last. And they get to uh, hash out a little bit. It's cool when um, Taekyung finally remembers that Minyu is a human being with feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and... It's like, oh, shit. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> what? Take care. Yeah. It felt really good to have her finally stand up for herself really, really well with him. It wasn't, it wasn't petty and it wasn't overwhelmed, like, screaming at him. She was just kind of laid it out. Yeah, you were hurt that day. But if you would just take a moment to recall with me that I found out that my mom died alone and abandoned because your my dad decided to go off with your mom. Could we just take a minute and talk about about me for like, I won't take up much of your time, buddy. <laughs> Give me two seconds. Uh, yeah, I like how you said it wasn't petty because it's like my notes are so petty. <laughs> Like, I know. Suck it, TK. Nobody wants your dumb mom. She's horrible. I'm not trying to encringe upon your freaking beautiful relationship. Right. Nobody wants her. <laughs> Take her away from me. Don't give her to me. Don't give her She's to me. She's the worst. She's a blight on this world. <laughs> uh, but I thought the setting for the scene made it so entrancingly beautiful 
And like you said, it's the scene where Minyu finally stands up for herself and it feels more like they're equals in the relationship. What a good scene. Yeah. I didn't really understand the relevance of the aquarium other than just that it was a beautiful place to shoot a scene. I, it's yeah, weird. I don't even care. I loved it. Yeah, they, they were just like, throw them in a dark room. Yeah, that was the only thing that I was like, uh, how's TK going to get out of there? I'm surprised he got in there. But uh, I don't think he can make it out on his own. <laughs> Someone's going to have to lead him out, and it's going to have to be Minu, and haven't, haven't and she does she it. done enough? Yeah. <laughs> she knows. She leaves him in there. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. I love that scene. Yeah, it is really good. <gasps> and then we meet the real Minam, the moment that Raquel and I have been waiting for for barely 15 hours. Yes, and it was fine. Really? I loved it. I did. I know what you wanted, so I understand why you're disappointed, but I was stoked. It's good that they made him so different from, like, so similarly looking, but actually different from uh, Minu. But also, it was just disappointing, because I wanted a real character out of it. Like, a real person. Yeah, I get that. Okay, that is a fair argument. I guess what I loved was the airport scene, and... If they had gotten a different actor, I felt like the rest of the scenes probably could have been uh, more well done with Minam. But uh, I really liked the the body double at the airport. I thought that was super clever. Yeah, and then only filming from, like, the chin up Uh whenever it was focused on him. So good. Yeah. And then, he just got one of the background dancers to stand in for his body double. Why did the actress decide that, like, a ch- like a, a chin tuck and, like, a creepy, surly smirk? Your smirk is so weird. <laughs> Girl, I love you. You've been acting like a boy this whole time. Like, why is he so cocky? Uh, I just want to punch me numb in the face. But everyone's like, he's so likable. He's the most likable person. He's everything good about the guys and uh, the, all three of the other guys and none of the bad. Okay. I don't know. He makes uh, he makes weird faces. That's all I know about him. But the and body double they eat. had had some nice muscles, so... He's muscled up. That guy was <laughs> toned after being in a hospital for a month. Um, and then Minyu disappears for an unknown period of time into the land of the rising sun. Actually, she comes back to Korea secretly. I wanted it to be, like, a while. I wrote down months, question mark? I, I cannot tell at all. Yeah. Because her I hair doesn't be- grow at all. Is that a right. stupid thing to worry about? I really wanted her to come back with, like, little shoulder length or something. A full bob. Yeah. Because I thought it had been months. They act like it had been months with the amount that Minam has been putting out. Like, the amount that his popularity has grown. Yeah. But then, at the same time, she, like, 
Yeah. She doesn't get a little wig. Give give me a wig. Yeah. That's all I want. Just something. I don't know. Her hair's fine. Obviously, she's very cute with short hair. Yeah. But it's always the same. I just wanted something different. Mix it up. Give her a hat. Give her a hat. Can she do hats now? No, it's still what, 2009. Ears. I just really want to see her ears just once. Mm, it was so cute when they put her hair in the little bun. Yeah, oh, she house. was so cute. She was so cute. I don't know how they did that. That seems impossible. Yeah. I can barely put my hair in a bun when it is like to my chin, a little tiny bun when it's to my shoulders. Right. And then you've got like the neck hairs falling down have to, like, put like, a thousand bobby pins in to, like, keep them yeah. in place. What did they even do? Probably a thousand was, bobby pins. Probably a thousand bobby pins. Just a, a little ladder of bobby pins. <laughs> and the magic of filming. Me and Raquel have been there. My <laughs> hair has been short, and Raquel's hair has been gone. Yeah, I've had I've worn my hair shorter than Minam wore hers the whole thing that this or the whole time that this has been filmed. I've had it gone. One gone. time it was almost it was so short it was almost like a little army haircut. Cute. I don't have any pictures of that time. I let it grow out a little bit before I took pictures. It was not cute. Oh, did you? I looked I like a little know. GI Joe. And I let my friend dye it, like, fire engine red. Lucas did. And, uh, so it was this really artsy fire engine red, like, buzz. I feel like I can picture it so clearly that I'm surprised that you say there's not pictures of it. Yeah, I think I just, like, immediately, it's not that I regretted it. It's just that... My hair is not a great texture for being short. I've got really coarse straight hair, so any amount of sh- like short and it was fuzzy. It, I was like a little <laughs> fuzz head. It was. You just had the perfect face for it. It's easy to picture. It's a nice <laughs> thing to say. I felt like I was a twelve-year-old boy for the year that it was short. But I felt like Minya was a 12-year-old boy for the course of this show. Yeah, for and sure. She's a lot older than you were. Yeah, that's Not a true. lot. I have no idea how old she is. She was a really cute 12-year-old boy. Yeah. But, like, it works, you know? Mm-hmm. What else? What were we talking about? This um, show? Yeah, the show that we were talking about. Oh, she disappears and uploads this super weird karaoke video where she sings her mom's song that I do not like. I don't like anything about that. It becomes like the song, though, by the end of it. Okay, but then TK sings it, and I freaking fell in love with it. It was was really good when he sang it. He has the voice of an angel. But it's weird because Minyu does even more so. I don't know. Maybe it's just because she's not singing, like, choral music. Yeah. I'm like, she's got that, like, beautiful choral voice when she first sings in the first few episodes. 
And then we get a weird karaoke voice. What in the hell? (laughs) This does not sound good, guys. If people were fighting over this song, that's what you want me to believe? Are you sure, though? This one? This song? This one? Yeah, and Uh, then there's a great big mall scavenger hunt. I love it. I love how quickly they find her. It's like CSI. Yeah. There's only one karaoke joint in all of Seoul that could have recorded this. Sick. Whoever finds her first gets to be in love with her. Go! (laughs) TK found her first! TK wins! But he doesn't know how to handle it. His fans are too tall. They block his view. Yep. Even though he's always the tallest person in the room. You're telling me? He's like staring (laughs) straight across at her. And then he just keeps like glancing around. And I'm like, boy! Just walk what are you over. looking at? Walk Just over. Ask your fans to move. Come on. But he does not. Um, and I get it. I get why. I get why they let them separate at that point. Because TK's still a child in his mind. And uh, Minyu's still going through heartbreak. Yeah, she's having a hard time and just trying to feel her feelings. And TK was not going to be helpful ever. And then, oh, surprise, what? She has to pretend to be her brother again. Wow. Let's have a talk about this storyline, Raquel. Is there a different way they could have done it? Because I feel like the most redeeming thing about Manager Ma is his love and adoration for Minam, the real Minam. He's like, I would do anything for this kid. I freaking love him and then he shows up and he's uh manager ma starts sending him to these events without the president of the company's knowledge and he's like it's just to make some extra side bucks uh for my baby but when minyu is like congrats on your baby to the stylist she's like what and i'm they never resolve what that's about Mm-mm. Because if she doesn't have a baby, then Manager Ma is, like, the scum of the story. Yeah. Like, he is the worst villain He's just because he just cares about money and not Minam. Yeah, he's just profiting off of off of these two kids, mostly Minam, but also he dragged Minu out of a convent and into the drama so that he could make money. I think we have the real villain of the show right here. But, like... He- like I said, if uh, if your girl is pregnant, then he really is like having this change of heart, sort of worried moment where he's not making great decisions, and someone should probably catch him in the act. But um, it's a really good cause, sort of thing, and yeah. probably he still really loves Minam. I guess you're right. There was some amount of question there, but to me, it felt like they were pretty heavily implying that he lied. And I was like, whoa. That makes him the number one villain to me. Because <laughs> yeah. all this was caused by his not behaving correctly. And there's no consequence for it. Nobody ever catches him. No one ever catches him. 
So I hate it. Yeah. And I hate that she has to go back for one more day to cover up for his mistakes, his constant lies. And it's a bad day for her, too. Like, uh, TK decides to have that moment to unload, even though apparently he never talks to the real Minam. He takes that moment, that specific moment, to be like, hey... Buddy, could you tell your sister that whatever, I'm fine, it doesn't matter, nothing we ever did mattered? What? (laughs) Is today the day, TK? But also, like, along that line, Jeremy was also super disappointing to me to find out that the only reason he talks to me now is to be like, hey, where's your sister at? Yeah. It's like, I don't know anything about Minam, and he's barely a character, like we said, we haven't really liked what we've seen but he's supposed to be a normal cool guy and he's the twin of this girl that you're all deeply in love with so why is shin Wu the only one acting like i could be friends with this guy right everyone else is like i need you for your sister that's so messed up it's so messed up like especially jeremy you're supposed to be a cool guy. And you were supposed to fall in love. You were the chosen one. <laughs> you supposed to fall in love with me now. But, like, TK's an a-hole, so, like, obviously he wouldn't talk to him. Right, I expect nothing less. But I, And Jeremy even said, I'll take care of your brother. And I expected that to be him being, like, and, like, be his friend and help him if I can. No, just, hey, have no. you heard from your sister? Okay. It's weird. It makes me mad and disappointed. I'm disappointed, Jeremy. Jeremy, you're supposed to be better than this. But Shin Wu is once again the only character that ever (laughs) does anything that I like. I I wrote in my notes, like, everybody just does not care about me now. And then I was like, no, Shin Wu is pretty chill. He was uh, pretty Shin Wu-ish, where he's just like, hey, I need to talk to you about a song. And then... Minam acts crazy and runs away, and he's like, ah, bummer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shinwe. <laughs> oh, I just need you to have a friend or a girlfriend that you can rely on. <laughs> His storyline is so sad. <laughs> Everyone around Shinwu is erratic and irresponsible. And he just is trying his best in this world. Dang. Dag. <laughs> Dag, yo. Oh, man. Pushing, Will. It's okay, Shinwoo. I'll be your friend. I'll be your friend. We'll watch the next show starring Shinwoo. Yes. Just so you can have another chance at being a character. <laughs> How much do you want to bet that the spin-off show that I designed on the bonus episode is about Shinwu? <laughs> now I'm going to bet it all. Just kidding. I actually have Mine's one planned there. already. Yeah. Is it about Jeremy and you know? Um, A little bit. A little bit. It's actually... Oh. You'll see. You ha- okay, it's well, bonus episode bonus. material. <laughs> we got to get through the finale. Yeah. Um, it's like... We always want to talk about it first, but once we get there, it's uh, at the last thing on our minds. Yeah, we're, like, pretty far over the hour mark, too. I bet. Yeah. I just really did not like this finale, and I should have started by talking about it. I'm really glad that you say that, because I was also trying to hide my feelings on it. I was disappointed in the finale. 
was I disappointed. This show was really, really, really good overall. And I don't think that the finale ruined that in any way. I just wanted more out of it. It was practically nothing. The first half was Minu running around as Minam. So it was like pretty much watching the first episode of the show all over again. <laughs> and those hijinks. And yeah. then the second half is her being... A, like, really sad, rightfully so, and deciding that she's just gonna try and restart her life somewhere because things have not been going well, and TK throws a massive dumb baby fit, and the whole cast unites to tell him he's full of shit. Everyone constantly just has to tell him to his face. His gross-ass mom has to come and be like, (laughs) listen, son, I don't teach you much. I've barely been a mom to you, but if I can give you one piece of advice, it would be to stop being the fucking worst. <laughs> oh, it takes the whole cast coming together. But it felt like a, a moment that could have happened earlier, because then the finale is like her being like, so I'm still going to Africa, and him being like, I'll be here when you get back. And me being like, wait, this is the end? That was, like, episode 12 stuff, y'all. And then he puts his arm around her, and that's fine. I mean, he tells her that he loves her, and there's, like, a part where he sings, Yeah, that was real, real sweet. Yeah. I mean, there were, like, redeeming moments. I just think, overall, it was kind of a letdown. This is where I felt let down that the characters were too static. It felt like they didn't take the time to change them at all during the season, it all happened in the finale. Yeah. Like, all of them. Shin Woo kind of evens out a little bit and just tries to go back to being the calm and well-mannered person that he's always rumored to be. Which he, I mean, he always was, but he just tries to get over Minu and Jeremy is still, like, playful Jeremy, but also he's grown enough to say the words, waiting for her and not telling her is the same as not waiting, you self-centered butthole. And that was a lot of character growth. I needed that, so. That was good. But that happens in the last episode. Um, And it felt like he didn't get a finale after that. He didn't get a Jeremy finale. He got a TK finale. Yeah. Yeah, all of them kind of did. The last thing you even see of Shin Woo, it's him being a bro to the very end and being like, you need to turn the lights on in the theater. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sweet bro. And then, like, all the secondary and tertiary characters just kind of drop off the map. Yeah. And don't have an end. Like, Hei-Yi is probably a secondary character, and... She's the closest one to having an ending. I guess the mom has an ending, which seems okay, but TK's like, give me some time. And you're like, cool, next episode, we'll see that time has passed. No, there is no next episode. Hey Yi. Similarly, seems to be clearly still in love with TK and is just trying to make him jealous. And you're like, that's not an end. That's constantly that's what she's been for the last half of the show right like she hasn't changed and now yeah it's like she could have changed and grown and been like tk's really bad for me and minam has been really nice to me since all of that happened maybe i'll at least try and have a friendship with him but 
she hasn't changed or learned anything, so she's still just kind of cruel and manipulative. And yeah, same with Manager Ma and the stylist. They're still pretty much like we can get away with whatever hijinks we want to pull here. And I'm like, oh, so you don't need to learn a lesson. You're just keeping on, keeping on. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So only TK is going to change. And he's doing it all in the last ten minutes. We need another few episodes, guys. Yeah. To really wrap this up. Just fan service episodes, honestly. Just stuff where it just shows us everyone living their best life now that they've all been through all this trauma. They do the, the freeze frame and then the <laughs> like text ending. Of, like, Shinru had a normal life. He got married to a wonderful girl who loves him and is an actual angel. Jeremy married a wonderful man and <laughs> is fighting for gay rights in Korea. <laughs> yes! Take Young moved to Africa because he can't speak the language very well, so he's not as much of a butthole. Yeah, he can't be rude to people the way he wants to. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, we did it, we wrapped it up. We wrapped it up. Manager Ma and Stylist Wong were fired, but they're actually having a baby, and that's nice, too. They'll find other jobs. They have to go and make it in a world where they can't do as much damage as they've done in this one. (laughs) Yay! Yay! Did you say that Minam, did you give him an ending? No, I forgot about Minam. Minam is the man that Jeremy married. (gasps) Wow! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love it. He supports think... everything Jeremy does, and also he still sings so that he can financially support them as well. He only sings love songs. On college campuses. <laughs> he gets paid under the table in cash money. <laughs> does not have a manager anymore. It's his mad money. Uh, I love it. We finished this so beautifully. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I did not like that ending. But uh, it was okay. You know, like I liked it. Like I said, if it was like episode, between episode 12 and 14, if all that had happened, I'd be stoked. This is definitely the longest we had to wait for a couple to get together. I Usually- think that's... That might be, like, a trope of, like, older K-dramas. Yeah, it's more about the romance than it is about the other backstories that are going on. Because I feel like modern romances, K-drama romances, have a plot, and then they fall in love as a result of what happens with that plot, whereas I think that the plot of this was them falling in love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then... Like I said, it felt like all the other storylines got dropped at the end once they fell in love. Which is like, no, that's not what we meant. Okay. I don't know. It was fine. It was a cute little show. I'm glad we watched it. Yeah, me too. I really liked it. It's one of those K-drums. I think we needed this little palate cleanser uh, at the very least. It it feels mean to call it a palate cleanser. It was more than that. <laughs> It was good, but I remember going into it knowing it was an older K-drama and knowing that it may not be 
the same as what we have been used to watching, because we've been watching really, really recent K-dramas. Yeah, I just realized it's been a whole year since we watched Goblin, and it feels, like, (laughs) surreal to think about that much time passing. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Uh, But yeah, I think we needed something a little bit lighter. Something that was less about death. No one, at no point, (laughs) was anyone threatened with a gun in this K-drama. Oh my god! Nobody died! Nobody died. That's so weird to think about. Wow. The closest anyone ever even got was having the flu. (laughs) Oh... Great. Wow. We need to watch more shows like this. Yeah, we do. I kind of, I would like to watch another one that's just really chill after this. If you guys have any um, requests on what we watch, if not next, then like after the next one, start sending in requests so that we can start queuing up, queuing up our next K-dramas. Uh, you can send them into playonkpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can tweet them at us. We are at playonk on Twitter. We have our website where you can comment on episodes. Um, it's just playonk.com. You can go into the episodes and say what you liked about each of the episodes we record or more specifically about the episodes we are reviewing and just talk about yeah. it. Yeah. No spoilers. Or sign up for the newsletter where you can find out what we're going to watch next when we start watching it. We are also on iTunes. We're under podcasts. We're called Play on K. Yeah, you can rate and review us and be really nice. And be really nice and subscribe so you never miss an episode. <sighs> I And thank you to James Hevel. For our beautiful theme song. We love it. We love it. We love you. And we're going to be back for the bonus episode. So if you want to like tweet at us, hit us up. Let us know what your thoughts on your beautiful were. We'll throw them in that bonus episode. Yeah, we'll discuss what everyone else is saying. And less about our own feelings, but still a lot of our own feelings. Haha. <laughs> See you then. Bye.